0: If you want to know a funny story, after I did my first house sale, it was the first time homebuyer.
1: Wait, 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 did you ask me? Did I want to know? Yeah. You gonna wait for me to answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but do you want to know something funny? I don't. Oh my God. Nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Mom, you said don't sell your soul for the money. Mm-mm. What do you mean by that?
0: This don't go against your morals and who you truly are because you want the reward or what the prize is at the end, you know? Right. Because when you stay true to you and you live by your code and your morals and who you are and you can walk with your head high, it might not be today that you might get the reward, but eventually your reward is going to come. So just don't do nothing that you really don't want to do for anything or anybody. That's like really selling your soul at that point. Like, Stay true to you.
1: So, so my next question to that is that Anything that goes against your morals and your values, and you do it, that means selling your soul. Well, yeah. So if I walk, if I walk in the gas station, I'm, I'm not paying for this candy bar. That I just take And I know that that's stealing. That's against my morals. Doesn't mean I'm selling my soul?
0: In a way, yes. In a way, yes. It's like because you you became a victim to your desires. You know what I mean? Like if you know you don't steal, you know you're not supposed to steal. You know you're not supposed to be doing this. Like wait it out. Go figure out how to go get the money or do whatever to come back and buy it. You might be able to buy the whole box. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, don't. And I think selling this, your soul comes with instant gratification, instant reward, instant I get whatever I want right now. So I'm willing to risk it all because I want it right now. Hmm. That comes with that. That's typically the act of selling your soul, or when they say like.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Hour of Change podcast and just know again in this episode just like every other episode your life will never be the same, you never think the same, you never move the same, you never work the same because within this hour your life will be changed because of the information we're going to get it down to, the transparency conversations we're going to have so today is no different and um Another thing is that I have been tracking this lady down for the past two months, maybe three, trying to get in the studio, but we're here today. We're here today, and I'm excited, and I'm ready to dive in this conversation. Uh, The first thing I want to ask you is, if you used to get invited to a networking event, right, and um, it's your time to speak, you're walking up on stage, they hand you the microphone. How do you introduce yourself and introduce your business and tell people what it is that you do?
0: Hey world, it's your girl Linda Richie and I help entrepreneurs start, fund and grow their businesses as well as acquire residential and commercial real estate.
1: Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Start, fund, residential and commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. Before I dive into all that stuff, I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were um, trying to see which one was better, commercial or residential, which one you think is better. Well, which one do you like more?
0: Commercial, hands down. Like that's really what I do the most of. That's really my lane. Um, yeah.
1: Why? Why? Why commercial?
0: Because I'm a business. I've always loved business. I've always been an entrepreneur. So as a commercial agent, I still do business. I'm working with business owners, entrepreneurs, um, to help them acquire a piece of property for their business. Right. So it's still aligned with my purpose, my mission, and everything that I have going on. Um, and it's just a different ball game. I love to do what everybody is not doing and When you go to real estate school, they don't really even teach commercial. So 99.9% of the agents coming out of real estate school are going to get into residential mm. So I feel like especially where I'm located in Atlanta. Um, I have my own lane Especially as a young African-American woman Um It's just not a lot of women that look like me even in my age group Right. Um, that do what I do. So I feel like, you know, it's a lane for me to really create a force behind it.
1: I wonder why they would have someone go to a real estate school but don't teach the commercial side of things.
0: It's so weird. I don't know. I didn't even know about commercial real estate for real life. Right. At all.
1: So hmm. yeah. Let's put a pin in that for a second. So before that, where were you at before you got into all of this stuff you just told me about?
0: Um, I would say my last job was a bottle girl, but I've always just had regular jobs while trying to be an entrepreneur, but I was like starting, stopping, stop and start and stop and then I would switch to other things. But my last right. real job <clears throat> on the clock, I would say was about a girl.
1: I love that you just said start and stop because I feel like a lot of people deal with that. Mm-hmm. And um, inconsistency, what, what mindset shift did you had to where you were like, you know what, no more starting and stopping.
0: When you look back and you like, I could have been so much further if I would have just kept going. And then every time you start and stop, whether it's the same thing or something new, you're like, I might as well just keep going, like, because right. you're gonna keep going through the same process over and over again. When you start again, now you backtrack, and it's like, just be consistent because you'll learn along the journey, you know. And you're just not perfect; nobody's perfect.
1: Hundred percent. Shout out to Donnie Wiggins because I heard her say the other day. Uh, she said that. The only person you become by consistently staying inconsistent is remaining the same person. And when she said it, it, and I've heard that saying over and over and over again, but it's just something that the way she put it, it clicked for me. I was like, wow, wow, I right? Hundred percent. So the body industry, what was that like? Honestly, I feel like a lot of women be in that industry. Like, what? Why are they so attracted to that industry?
0: Because it's legal fast money and Predominantly cash base It's not a lot of jobs where it's going to be like that and especially for young women. You still get to be young You still get to be fun. You're still at the party like you're not missing out on the party Right, you making money to be at the party. <laughs> you got exposure to so many different people and I'm leaving tonight with more than I came in here with. right? So for real, it's like legal drug dealing for women, like for real, <laughs> we slinging bottles <laughs> for sure. And I was so like against it for so long. And I'm like, when I got in it, I was so mad at myself. Like I should have been doing this. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, this is for everybody and everybody should do bottle service. But if you're working and you trying to, you know, make money, Pick a job that's gonna pay well. Right. You know. So if you' young, you in college. Yes. If you if you have the right mindset and you're not gonna get caught up in the industry and you focus on the money and what it can do for your life, definitely be to get into bottle service what, for sure.
1: What do you mean by caught up in the industry? What does that mean?
0: Because you have so much exposure to men, men with money. You know, if you like women, women with money. Um, just partying, drinking, you know, sometimes feeling like somebody wants you or having You have a lot of attention in that industry. And if you don't have the mindset, like, at the end of the day, this is still just, just a job, you'll get addicted to it. So instead of saving your money, you're spending it because you know you're going to make it right back. Right. You know, like, now you look up. You didn't been in a club 20 years.
1: <laughs> like, True. I've
0: worked with 40-year-olds before, and I'm in my 20s. All right? I've worked with 35-year-olds, and we all 18, 19, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, you look up and you're like, these are the people that really got caught up in the industry and they didn't come in with a solid plan to execute. Like for me, I'm really like the goat in my city when it comes to bottle surgery. Uh, because goat. it's like, I I got in late and I left real early. I came in, I did what I needed to do, I made my connections, I got my bag and then I did.
1: So you came in with a, with, with a mindset? Uh, or I'm, I'm or you just like to, you know what i'm just put to do this
0: yeah it's like i'm not here for attention i'm here for money i came to work what's up like and even in my clubs like i worked at a lot of lit clubs in atlanta but when i finally found my tribe in my club I knew it was my tribe because everybody understood me and my personality and they loved and accepted me for that. Like right. I was a I'm I was like not a regular bottle girl. Like I'm mean, like what's up? Like, oh you, I'm out of here. Like, oh you being rude? Okay, I'm coming back an hour later. Like I was real stern still. Right. as a bottle girl. Like it just was so different from what other women, you know, how they gotcha. operate in the glass. So.
1: For for women that's in that industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um just from your experience, how did you deal with men constantly coming at you? And what kind of advice you can give to the women that's probably dealing with that now and maybe starting to get caught up in it? Like, what kind of advice did you have for that for that woman?
0: Um, I feel like we can't control men, but energy is a thing. So if, if you walking around a club with that energy, then it's like, you know, of course, guys are going to think that you're that type of girl, because even as beautiful as I am, like, It was just a different level of respect that I was getting in the club. Like, I can't even explain it. My experience is great. But for my women that are experiencing, you know, men in the club, like, don't belittle yourself for the money or for the experience. So, you know, pick and choose how to move. But don't sell your soul for that money because there's plenty of clubs you can go to. Because I know a lot of girls deal with the boss thing, with the the men behind the scenes kind of like, oh you gotta be my girlfriend or you gotta be with me to have this job Mm. I see a lot of that more than anything when it comes like I don't feel like it's really the guys that come to the club it's the guys that own and work behind the scenes Mm. of the club that really manipulate and control the women because they know they want their jobs so for me put your foot down though like you know always save your money secure a bag because you don't know if you might have to step because somebody's treating you you know less than or trying to use you as a woman like no, hmm. don't let no
1: man play with you, honey. Don't let no man play with you. I and second for the that.
0: customers, buy two, buy two bottles of 1942. <laughs> buy two bottles of Ace of if you want my number. Oh, for real? Oh, actually, you don't have to buy the bottles. Just give me the money. You don't got the money? Okay, I'll be back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you said something that um, sparked a thought in my mind. You said don't sell your soul for the money. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that?
0: don't go against your morals and who you truly are because you want the reward or what the prize is at the end you know right because when you stay true to you and you live by your code and your morals and who you are and you can walk with your head high it might not be today that you might get the reward but eventually your reward is going to come so just don't do nothing that you really don't want to do for anything or anybody that's like really selling your soul at that point like
1: Stay true to you. So, so my next question to that is that anything that goes against your morals and your values, and you do it, that means selling your soul. Well, yeah. So if I walk, if I walk in the gas station, I'm I'm not paying for this candy bar. That I just take and I know that that's stealing. That's against my morals. That means I'm selling my soul.
0: In a way, yes. In a way, yes. It's like because you you became a victim to your desires. You know what I mean? Like. If you know you don't steal, you know you're not supposed to steal, you know you're not supposed to be doing this, Like, wait it out. Go figure out how to go get the money or do whatever to come back and buy it. You might be able to buy the whole box. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, don't. And I think selling your soul comes with instant gratification, instant reward, instant I get whatever I want right now, so I'm willing to risk it all because I want it right now. Hmm. that comes with, that's, that's typically the act of selling your soul or when they say like these artists, it's like I want the money right now, instead of going out there, fixing my credit leveraging my business credit, saying F the labels, putting the money into my artistry my music, paying for my own tours turning up, so now when I'm lit as an artist I'm controlling my own bag I own my own masters, I got my own label I'm creating, I got my own team, now I'm independent Right. Now this my jury. Now I'm learning the game. You know, you gonna make some mistakes, but you can fund your own stuff as an artist. Now we got artists that's literally selling their soul, what, for a chain in a three sixty deal? You can you could do that. You could go in a three sixty deal with the bank. (laughs) No, for real. I would rather me be in an entanglement with the bank than a label.
1: You're saying so much right now. You say artists. I'm
0: saying entrepreneurs. Like, you don't have to just be an entrepreneur to get funded. You know what I mean? Right. I think that's what a lot of people need to understand because if we really knew that we can have access to this capital and we can really go in a bank and get this money for real as our true authentic selves, hood nigga, ghetto female, poor, come from nothing, you could be the richest. It don't matter what you look like. It don't matter where you come from. If you put your... Profile, your credit, or your business credit, in position, there's no discrimination on that. They're going to give you that cash. Right. So you don't have to sell your soul once you access a different level of information, because you can just move different.
1: Move different. You, you you said something so powerful that it's still on my mind, mm-hmm. and you said that uh, I guess in a nutshell is that when you sell your soul, is usually tied to that instant gratification, mm-hmm. and I never looked at it like that before. And it makes sense because if you're gonna do what's right, it's gonna take maybe another four months to come by. But you did it the right way. Mm-hmm. I, I never looked at it like that before.
0: That's all it is. It's like I want it right now. Like I'm not gonna trust God today. Like, oh man, you speak. I'm gonna go against my. I'm gonna go against my morals and what I know is right because I want it right now. Like, I'm serving my flesh right now. Oh, you speaking good. We all have been there, it's not judgment, but at the end of the day, when you like, really know who you are and you you believe that you can have what you want, sometimes you'll be willing to wait just a little bit because, just a little
1: bit. 100%. That's gonna be my next Instagram caption. Mm-hmm. I, I I gotta find a way to frame it and put on my caption. <laughs> I would I would definitely give you credit for it. Yeah. So uh, and I noticed about entrepreneurship and business, but you just said so much. I had to like put a pin in the conversation and like just kind of expand on that because what you're saying, I think a lot of people don't find it valuable. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate you for that. Um, you you was telling me that. You started off with Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. You still have Airbnbs today?
0: I don't do Airbnbs no more. Why not? I don't. Um, I just pivoted. I really enjoyed teaching. I think it allows me to be more of my purpose. But let's be honest. Remember I was talking about moving different places. If I was doing Miami, I was doing Atlanta, I was doing Houston, I would have a condo um, in each state. And I would, um, when I'm not there, I would Airbnb it out just because right. I wouldn't want to pay for it. But I don't know. I just pivoted from Airbnb. I think one of my last units, somebody really did get shot in it. And it was just like, this is way too much. Oh, man. Um, I know a million ways to make money. I think I'm going to just pivot. So I just kind of started selling my units to people that wanted to get into Airbnb. Right. Hey, fully find a unit. This time left on the lease. This is the rent. Like, here, just give me this lump sum of money. You can have it. So I was right. able to get out of my unit. Um, but right now, I just like emerge into the rental car space, I think. I mean, it just works better for me. It's easier for me. It's just like, you right. know, I can work it. And I like driving. I have a different car every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, let's go back to the bottle girl uh, industry, right? So at uh, what point did you transition out of it? I
0: was... I was in it but i was never in it that's the crazy thing like i remember like one new Year's, i was like i quit i'm not coming back i'm not coming back and then i did the water (laughs) shame back and i was like damn i always (laughs) was just wanting to quit but the money kept pulling me back i'm like okay cool but really um you know i was an entrepreneur while being a bottle girl so i would say like
1: and what 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 business were you
0: I started my rental car business. I was doing Airbnbs. Um, I was into real estate already when I was closing like big deals as a as a bottle girl. Like, and that was one of the things I hated about the job because now I'm in this bodysuit and this thong and I'm in here to get this money and you're treating me like I'm low and I'm really like got this little ego. Cause I'm like, right. I'm a, like look me up, I'm a big deal. Like don't, I'm just hustling right now. This is some extra right. money or whatever. But I think um, after the pandemic, I made so much money and it was so lit that um, I went to work one day and I like made $500. I was like, oh, this ain't gonna work. They
1: broke. You made more. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was, what is this? i was I, I, like,
0: I'm not going back there.
1: Like,
0: I quit. And um, I don't even know. Like, I think maybe I just didn't ever go back. Like, right. I don't even remember. Like, it just, I just quit. I was
1: just like, it's over now. with, huh? You know? <laughs> That's, that's too funny. Um, so you say that you help entrepreneurs start, fund, and start, fund, and grow their business. So talk to me more, more about that. Uh, is it for any business that they have or you do with specific businesses?
0: So it's any business that you have when it comes down to start, fund, and grow, right? So I see a lot of people paying thousands of dollars for somebody to just set up your LLC. So when I say I help you start, first, I help you establish your business and structure it properly. So one, you know, your business is in compliance. Two, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to get this done. And three, the way I help you structure it, when you are ready for funding, you it's going to hit because you structure properly. That's one of the most important aspects of getting funded. And you can be in any industry to do this, right? So we start. And then, of course, I'm setting you up to get funded. So now I teach you how to leverage your personal credit, how to build um, a credit profile for your business, and then I teach you what banks is funding, how they funding, how much you should ask for, how to apply so that oh, you can man. get approved, um, and then grow. Let's talk about a strategy on how you can take this money and make it more money for yourself. How can you elevate financially leveraging somebody else's money? So whether we, you have an idea and we take 25% and put it into marketing and inventory, or maybe we get into advertisement, or here, let's do some influencers, let's work it like this. You might need Google ads, you know, just coming up with strategies. Or some people are like, London, I don't know what to do. Like, I know I'm tired of being broken, I'm tired of being poor, I'm tired of my current situation, and I'm damn sure tired of my job. Right. Help me. And I've already got you to the start, right? I've already taught you how to fund, So now I teach you different uh, streams of income. So I have a mentorship called the Financial Wealth Academy. And we talk about all different streams of income. So I might teach you how to buy um, real estate. I'm a real estate investor as well. So i teach you how to buy real estate, either hold it or flip it to start making money from that. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to do that. You can take some funding, buy a house and put a long-term tenant in it. And now you've just still created a secondary source of income, mm-hmm. but you're not an entrepreneur. You're right. just an investor or I'm I'm building wealth by, by purchasing assets. So I teach that. Um, we teach Airbnb, rental car, vending machines, man, I like all different types of industries. And I'm not an expert in all. So I go get the baddest, Richest, litest person in that industry, and I let them come inside my mentorship mm. and teach us from their <coughs> level of expertise. That makes sense, right? I teach what I do, and then I let people come right. do what they do. Right, right. So you right, gotta right. come pull up and teach right. us like, how to start our own podcast. Oh man, let's how do to it. Turn up with that, let's how do, do it. Like I, I
1: love that idea. Okay. I love that idea let's because I I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I know how to do this. I've been doing it, and I really can teach that thing for real. All right. Thank you for the invitation, You're so right y'all right. going to see me in the master class one of these days. <laughs> Let's, do it. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were saying that you teach how to start, uh, sorry, backtrack. You say you see people spend thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to get their LLC stuff structured, right? Mm-hmm. But if they come to you, wouldn't they have to pay you as well? So what's the difference?
0: I mean, pricing, first of all, and information. Because you can go pay somebody, but you're going to pay them one time and all you're getting is the, the result. I'm going to teach you so that you can eat and fish for life. So now once I, you pay me and I teach you, I don't just do it for you. I teach you how to do it for yourself. Because what? Now you can create a stream of income by selling this say as Say that one more time.
1: Say that one more time. You say you don't. Say that one more time. Backtrack what? a little bit.
0: I don't do it for you. You don't
1: do it for you.
0: I teach you how to do it yourself so that you can eat for life.
1: I love that. Yeah. That's actually a Bible principle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I teach you how to become fruitful from your information and your knowledge. So not only do you now know how to set up and structure a business for yourself, your friends and your family, but if you didn't have a stream of income and you needed a secondary source, this is something that you can offer to other entrepreneurs. Because you do have people that are just, they don't want to learn. Like, I just want to pay to get this done. And Now that's the opportunity for you to create more income for yourself.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and pricing. Like me, I keep my pricing real cute. Like I make money so many different ways, and I'm genuinely not trying to rob people. Like people always tell me that my prices are too low. The people that pays me tells me that my prices are too low. Like my students, when they get my products, they be like, "London, I would have paid ten thousand for this. Like I would have paid this much for this." Like I have real life testimonials of so many people saying that. You know, so it's like. The game is to be sold, not told, but I don't have to rape and milk the game. You know what I mean? Because I don't mm-hmm. want nobody raping and milking me. I've paid over 140000 in mentorships. Jeez. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm trying to say? So sometimes when I get those invoices, I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Y'all are breaking people. Like, of course you're multi-men. Right. Of course you're worth 50 M's right now. Like, how could you not? But
1: the information is worth it, though. Of course. I'll mm-hmm. say that
0: over and over again for the right information. Like, who got information for sale? Call me. I got a check ready right
1: now. That's the best. That That's actually the best investment you'll make. Mm-hmm. Is the information to help better yourself. Absolutely. 100%. So I, I definitely understand mm-hmm. your thought process behind that. Um, you spoke on... Having the business structured properly, what does a properly structured business look like?
0: Oh, I love that. So when your business is structured properly, right, you're going to have a neutral name. So I like to go with enterprises, solutions, management, because then there's high-risk and low-risk industries. So if you have a high-risk industry, um, credit repair, transportation, um, travel agencies, all of those industries are high-risk. Why? Why? Just because I I don't make the rules, the banks make the rules, but maybe it's like these businesses might not last all four seasons. They might not last all year. You might only have one season where you're hot and you're generating income, but maybe the winter is a slow season. So I don't really trust you to lend to you. I don't want to lend you a lot of money Mm. or I don't want to give you anything because I don't know if I'm going to get this back. You are high risk. Your business is not too many complications comes with this industry, right? Gotcha. So when your business is structured properly, you have a neutral name that's not attached to a high-risk industry, right? You have a business address. Your home address is public information and it's high-risk. You want to have a virtual address if you don't have a brick and mortar. You don't want to use your personal cell phone number. You want a 1-800 number or 888 number. Website, one-page website, super simple, but when you ask them Banks for big money, large amounts of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. They want to see that you're set up like a big business as well. Right. So this is the structure part about it, right? So you don't, we don't call McDonald's personal cell phone. They're like, what up? Right. We call in a one eight hundred number or an eight 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 number. So you want that mm-hmm. a website? Underwriters are going to look you up while you're waiting for the application. Somebody is typing your information in. What's an underwriter? Somebody who. Clears your funding, right? This is the person that look at all the information that you, p- you put on your application to see if they're gonna give you this money or not. Mm. Like the Inspector Gadget, let me check right. all this. It's right the here.
1: underwriter, the person. So if I walk in the bank and you're the banker and I come talk to you, would you mm-hmm. be the underwriter or no. the info? They, they take that information to somebody else. Right. So which you is you the underwriter? Exactly. Mm. Banks
0: have different departments. <clears throat> so there's a p- department at the bank specifically dedicated to underwriting. Means. We are going to just basically verify this information that you're telling me. Let me look at your business structure, your address, your email address. It should not be at Gmail, Yahoo, or iCloud. You want to add your company name com. Like, all of those things matter on an application. And if it's not right, you might get denied or you might just get a little bit of money. Right. For me, I teach, when we go, we don't do nothing small. We do everything big. Your business is a big business. When you walk in the bank, you're going to get a big bag.
1: What's a big bag?
0: A, lot, a whole lot of money. What's a big bag? Oh, Give me a like number. Seriously, I don't want you to get nothing less than $100,000. And that's not. $100,000? 100000 on, to, to a person that. Is working a nine to five, and right. they know exactly how much money they're getting every week, and they didn't even understand that they can walk in a bank and get a hundred thousand dollars. That's a big bag. For it is one hundred percent. empower their business. One hundred percent. Let's be clear. That's starting. You can fund every LLC that you own, right? You can go for a round of funding, and it just depends on your data. Hold
1: points. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. <laughs> You're going too fast. This is this is definitely your lane. This is definitely yeah. your you going too fast. We yeah. got to slow down. Okay, we got to slow sorry. down. Let's it back. Let's it back. You got to slow down. Okay. So how long would it take to get that 100K? Like, is it just like you walk in that bank? Is it the same day or over time?
0: It just depends. Like, everybody's situation is different. But I'll just say, like, we could, do, we could do 100K in 24 hours to a week. For real, for real, it no, just depends on no, how we gonna, how no. we going to run it. The
1: only way you get that is if you walk in the bank, holding a gun, doing a stick-up.
0: No. The way you're going to get it right now, see, we don't have to operate like that, and that's why I'm yelling it out to my community, like, my homeboys, like, the men that's out here, y'all robbing, y'all stealing, like, you doing that for no reason. When I can show you how to walk in the bank and go get this without... Throwing one brick at the penitentiary. Right. That's what it's just like, yo. I really, you know what? I'm getting to the point. I'm about to go to the the hoods. I'm gonna start standing on the corner with a mic, like a mic, like for real. Like, get over here. I got something to say. Like, let me talk to y'all real
1: quick. When you do it in Houston, let me know. I'm coming. Right, yeah, like I'm coming. Yeah,
0: I think that's. Let's why. put something
1: together like that.
0: Yeah, wouldn't that be dope? Like that would be. Yeah, I think that's so. All right, let's. I, I like how we rock, though. Let's do. let come let's on, fam Let's do let's it. it. <laughs> that's two ideas we got
1: already. One okay. masterclass, and then two. We can get them the corner.
0: Outside, master, live master class outside.
1: Look, We're talking so,
0: about elevating in the community, how we can really go get this money. Like, and, and that's the thing. Everybody's situation is different. When you have an LLC that's been open for two years or more, now we talking, we can go in the bank and get a $50,000 line of credit. No docs. No documents. So you could be poor damn near homeless, even homeless, but if your credit is in position, you have an LLC, maybe you fell on hard times, you had an LLC two years ago, listen, call me. Let me I'm going to help you get
1: up. Let me ask you this. If the LLC has just been sitting there, you and did nothing with it, but it just been there for two years. So let's say, let me use myself an example. Let's say I, I, I get an LLC, right? But I'm still working my job. I just know I wanted to start a business, but I ain't really did nothing with the LLC yet. it's been a year went by. I can use that same LLC, like what you're saying now, yes. and go get a bag with it.
0: Yes, we you, you you could get funded without showing any movement, any income, or anything in your business. Like we get no doc funding. So you could go to Chase, right? You could get three credit cards, same day, back to back, right? And then you could go get a $50,000 business line of credit and you ain't spend no money, right? So let's say each credit card, let's say one credit card, $50,000, and then you got two $25,000 credit cards. That's right. 100000 Then you got the 50000 business line of credit. That's 150000 from one bank. Let's talk about it. Bank of America will give you three credit cards same day and four commercial car loans. That's seven products from one bank with one business. And let's talk about it. You don't need to be in business for two years. You can do this with a very new LLC as long as your personal credit is in position because we're going to leverage it for the business. It's not going to show up on your personal credit report. It's going to be hidden money. Those credit cards are going to have 0% APR for like 9 to 15 uh, month billing cycles. And guess what? You just got all the things you need from one space to go and start your rental car company. You got four cards, three credit cards. Come on.
1: She's speaking this so fluently. I'm just so impressed. Like, she knows this stuff. I'm impressed.
0: Like, I do it. This is my real life. Like, that's one thing. A lot of people are copying and pasting information. Like, I have some students that might be out here teaching it as well. But it's like, I teach what I do. That's what I said before. When I don't do something and I want to know something or my students want to know something, I'm going to go get the expert in that and I'm going to let them teach that. But I have seven cards, right? I have um, credit cards in Bank of America. I have credit cards with Chase. Like, I have these products, so I can tell you exactly how to do it, how to fill out that application, how to get guaranteed it, bro. So
1: you're speaking from experience and not theory.
0: Yeah, man. Well, I post my results all the time. Make sure you guys check in with me on Instagram. My students. I'm changing their lives on a daily basis to where, like, they are giving me my flowers. London, like, I have never seen nothing like this before. Like, London, I didn't know I can get $50,000. London, I just got three cars today. Like, I got a, a Porsche and a Camaro. I just put my business in a truck. Like, I'm, and, and I'm like, damn, I'm really helping people change their life. I'm living in my purpose.
1: How does that make you feel?
0: I'm living on Like, I've always wanted to do this. but And that's the thing about starting and stopping. Right, Just keep going because your gifts will make room for you and God will give you what you're supposed to have. I'm doing every single thing that I wanted to do, but not in a way that I explained it. It's not how I said that it would go, but it's still the mission is there. So they say, tell God your plans and he'll laugh. I feel that, but he still gave me everything I wanted, but in a way that it it just worked out for
1: me. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. You, I said... um your, your personal credit has to be good mm-hmm. what like what number is that give me a number
0: all you need is a minimum 680 credit score let's be real but the higher the score the better terms the lower interest when it actually does kick in right you the more money you might qualify for um so you want the highest score possible right but to be honest a lot of people think it's just, just about the score and that's the thing that double down on when I teach is deeper than the score right it's about how many accounts you have the age and history of your credit report how many hard inquiries you have on your credit report you know what I mean making sure you have no derogatories. that means no collections you don't owe nobody no money right these are the things that really matters the most the score is like the the smallest part about it we can we could get the score that's easy you could even add trade lines to help you with the score but you need them data points in place
1: Gotcha. That's the important part. That, that's the important part. Mm-hmm. Let's paint a scenario real quick. Let's say you have a young woman. She's been doing bottle girl service and um, she want to get out of it. She want to start her own business. Mm-hmm. Let's say her credit score is at a, let's say it's at like a 540 mm-hmm. and um, she may have maybe one late payment or uh, two late payments and uh, she wanna go ahead and start up start a business. Like and she comes to you, like walk me through that process, like how do you help her increase her credit score and get to where she needs to get to?
0: I love that first one but like listen, I was just like that was me, exactly. I had like a five forty credit score, no lie, with repos and all of that going on. So I can definitely relate to that, but the first thing that we're going to do is probably establish the LLC because while we work on that credit, we need that LLC to be structured properly. We need it to be generating some history. The longer, always the better, right? So we're going to get our LLC set up, move it to the side, shelve it. Meanwhile, at the same time, we are going to be fixing her um, personal credit, and, right? I,
1: and... and, and um the LLC, that's like you said, business number, email, all that yep. stuff. Put all we that together it all. Uh-huh. and then put it to the side. Yep. And then start working on the personal credit. Exactly. Can continue?
0: Right. So now we're working on your personal credit. Working on your personal credit only takes 30 minutes, one day out of each month until you get the results that you want it's not an everyday thing so that's why i'm be mad people don't do that anyway right so i have curated already the dispute letters that we are going to use to attack the credit bureaus to get this to remove all of this negativity off of your um, personal credit profile at the same time as removing negative items uh, more than likely, we're going to need to build that profile as well because, remember, it's the data points. Right. So we might add, um, <laughs> report her on-time rent payments that she makes every day. We might get some trade lines, some E-credible, some Credit Strong. You know what I mean? Just building up that profile, making it nice and thick, showing that she makes on-time payments already. Um, I would really also want her to go get a secure loan because it's stronger than a secured credit card. Why, why is now, that? Um, it just shows that you know how to pay back a loan because once, we done with this secure loan. It's going to turn into an unsecured loan. And now, boom, you automatically got your first round of funding without even having to ask for it.
1: Mm. So getting a secure loan is get, is better than getting a secure credit card.
0: Definitely. like Loans are very much more stronger than credit cards, but credit cards are easier to get.
1: Mm. Gotcha.
0: Exactly. So we're going to be building up her profile. Um, while we're doing that, only because once we set these accounts up, boom, that's a one and done put them on auto pay, no pressure. We have nothing else to do. Now we do the credit, we fixing the credit 30 days out of each month so she get the results. While, because we're building and we just 30 days or
1: 30, 30...
0: I'm sorry, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes out of each month. Come on, we do that. That ain't to, nothing. To get your hair done, to get your nails done and talk on the phone and gossip. Right. You can, <laughs> dedicate, you can dedicate that to, to turning up, you know what I mean? Wait, hold up. <laughs> Why
1: is it that people would rather... Stay on the phone and gossip and turn up and not do that if they can help them like what is it?
0: Um, it's just a mindset thing. I think a lot of people think a lot of things are just too good to be true um, A lot of people are scared. It depends on the messenger. There are a lot of different reasons why um, some people just don't move when they're supposed to move And I'm just not here to figure that out. I'm here for executors. I'm here for movers and shakers. I'm here for people that want to turn up. Say less. So back to my bottle service girl, right? Because I'm getting her right. So we fixing her credit. We building her profile. We got the LLC. So once we send out those first round of letters, she making money. She a bottle girl. She already making cash flow. I'm like, look, let's start building your business credit on your business profile. Why? Because you can still get funded. Now you might not get the funding that I want you to get.
1: Let's start building
0: business credit on your LLC.
1: So you took now you taking it off the shelf.
0: Yeah, I'ma just I only shelved it for like a week real quick. Boom. Mm. Cause I, I got you the LLC, I set it up, I moved it. Boom. It's done. Put it in a file folder. Then I'ma come over here, we're gonna get into your credit. I'ma educate you about what we're about to do, how we're about to do it and why we're about to do it and what you can expect when we're done but now we're going to do it. We're going right. to get to the credit part. Boom, we're going to send out our letters. We're going to add all these positive accounts. I'm going to put you, send you to the bank. You're going to open up this secured loan because you're making cash. You're making money. You got the money. Right. You know what I mean? We're going to set you up right. Boom, once we send out those letters, okay, cool. Come here. Pick up the LLC here. We're going to add seven business credit trade lines on here so that we can get you a, a business credit score. Why seven? I like seven because it's four stages um, in building business credit. And the safe spot is having 15 to 25 trade lines, right? A lot of people like to teach five. I teach seven because I cut off that last leg, so I make you go faster. Um, if you do seven times three, that's 21. Right. You're going to be in a perfect soft spot right in the middle on level three opposed to going to level four um, and only having 20.
1: All this stuff is so, so much <laughs> for me that I don't even know. <laughs> this is so much.
0: Yeah, I like to make, I'm effective. How? Right. Do get, like, when I talk to my audience, I'm like, listen, I know y'all wanna know how to get this money by tomorrow, because I do too. Like, tap in, let's go, let's make it go faster.
1: Right. Every day that
0: you delay is every day that you you are not getting this money by tomorrow.
1: True. So so basically you just you just got your bottle girl right.
0: I just got my bottle girl right. So I'ma just say like two to three months, we look up, she gonna have options. Her credit should be right, boom and her business credit is built. So now we gonna combine the two as a colossal, we gonna set up a bunch of um, appointments at the bank, put my girl in a suit, send her up in there and go talk some business with these bankers. And she should be leaving with 50, 100,000 each bank. Oh, and don't forget to grab me some credit cards because I like them more than anything that you're gonna get them. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Now that we pay that scenario, you tell me what it was, how much would that be? If that girl wanted to come do business with you right now, (laughs) how much would that be for her?
0: Um, It just really depends. So if I was building her from... The ground up me i could do a done for you service but i like to teach you because again i like to teach you how to eat for life you'll never ever ever be broke again with right. information like this even if you mess your credit up today you know how to go back right. and fix it so i want to teach you so i let people um get into my mentorship so my mentorship is on average seventy five hundred dollars um but it just depends on the day it depends on the time it depends on the season um <laughs> uh, and what we got going on gotcha so i do different stages of my mentorship i have a more elevated stage of my mentorship but my beginner uh guide to my mentorship is 1500.
1: gotcha mm-hmm. okay makes sense that's cool
0: but you see me live right like, we get to talk weekly my mentees kicking with me we talk on the phone um they write me i'm in houston right now one of my mentees hung out with me she came to my event we hung out it's like i cultivate a family right like, and not only that you're amongst other like-minded individuals Success loves speed and success leaves schools. It's so much better to do it with somebody. It helps us get there faster. Like, even when I go to the gym, I love having a workout partner because even when I don't want to go, she like, get up. Now, nah, I'm going right. to get you today. Like, I'm, you're dragging to the gym. And that's the same thing when you're working with somebody in business. They're keeping you motivated. Like, when... Imagine you going through the journey and you are discouraged because you're like, I just don't know. Like I'm trying it, but I don't mm-hmm. know if it works. And then somebody that's on the same journey, like, woo! I just, I just, yo! I just got funded hundred k. You like now you're fired up. Right now you're like, okay, I'm about to go. Let me do what I need to do. I'm about to stop procrastinating. And if she, if we started together and she just got a hundred k, it's going like some fire under my butt and make me get to the bag. 100% so I like cultivating that environment.
1: Hundred percent. I'm thinking about what you said. So you're gonna put it in the suit and have a walk into that bank and get some funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me know if this is the right thought process I'm having. Just how Chase or Bank of America is a business, right? Mm-hmm. The people that work there are representatives of that business. Mm-hmm. So when she walks into the bank, she's a representative of her business. Oh, yeah. And she got to talk as if she's representing that business. And her business is going to be structured just how Chase will be structured. They have a business phone number, business email, business E-I-A address. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Website. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, email address at yourcompanyname.com. Your address is on point.
1: That makes sense because when you look at people, uh, the the, the uh, business cards, it mm-hmm. do have like Cynthia at Chase Bank. Or I, nah, It makes sense. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Set up like gotcha. <sighs> Amazing. Real estate. Mm How would you get into that? God.
0: (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) no joke, no joke. Um, So I was living in L.A. So I always wanted to be an investor, though. You
1: were living in L.A.? I was
0: living in L.A. at the time, and I was not doing anything. Like, I had some money put up, and I was just chilling, I was comfortable, I was eating, living my luxurious life, okay? But I'm a woman that always like to be You do things.
1: be living a lot. I be looking at Instagram <laughs> sometimes. You here, you there posting nice like videos, you doing this. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, look at her. going again. Yes,
0: I work hard <laughs> so I can live a very good life. That's my thing. But at the time, also, I'm just doing me. I'm in L.A. I'm young. I'm fun. And I'm like, I'm not fulfilled. Like, you know, okay, cool. Like, going out to eat and getting my nails done three times a week, kind of getting boring. Like, let's right. find something else to do. So I, I couldn't go back to college at the time. It was like midsummer. And I was just on and I was online, I came across like Keller Williams real estate school. And it was like starting soon. I was like, "Mm, you think I should take a real estate class? I like call everybody. I asked my man. I'm like, what you think? Like, yeah, do it. My mom like, yeah, do it. I'm like, you know what? All right, sign me up. So I signed up. And at the time, I still have no desires to be an agent. Like in my mind, it's like, oh, I'm just getting another, you know, certificate. My mom always like, you need to be educated, not just pretty. So I'm like, I'm just getting something under my belt to say I have it. Cool. And I can use it as an investor. I'll be knowledgeable. Um, So I get my license.
1: How long, how long did it How long did it take? How long was the course?
0: Um, so I was in school for maybe like four months in California. Well, I went to school in Santa Monica. But the funny thing is I was not trying to be an agent. So when I was done with school, I did not immediately take the exam for my license. I waited a whole year and I was about to lose the school credentials. And I wasn't going to be able to take the, t- the, the test. I was going to have to start all over. So right. I was like, let me just fly to L.A. and try to take the test real quick. And I did, but I did not study. I, like, Googled, like, (laughs) California real estate (laughs) online, and I I was, like, finding these um, study guides (laughs) online. And I think now I'm back in college maybe at the time, so I'm, like, using this app I use in school. And they have all these real estate questions, and I'm learning them because I think I'm about to kill it. Like, oh, I'm (laughs) teaching myself on Google, YouTube, University. (laughs) Uh, So I go, and I take the test on Tuesday, and I fail. And I'm not surprised because I'm like, right. okay, I haven't been in school in a year. And I just use, like, Google University. to like, study. This is crazy. So I called the school, and I was like, hey, I just failed my real estate license. Can you please, uh, my real estate test, can you please send me a study guide um, from your the school for right. the information that I learned? And they did. They sent it that night. So I was like, you know what? I'm not I came all the way here to get this license like I paid to be here I'm not leaving without the license mm-hmm. so I used a study guide from like maybe Wednesday um, to Thursday Dang, I'm obese for that and then I, I had my test. What, one study, day basically all Wednesday all Thursday so basically two days right. I studied that study guide so shout out to Keller Williams real estate school in Santa Monica because they they was on point point. and I took the test Friday morning and I passed that study guide was on point. It was a study guide for sure. Right. Um, Yeah. And then I got my license I, and I was not using it. So now I go back to Atlanta and somebody was like, do you know somebody that can help me buy a house? I was like, oh, me. I, oh, I got a license. Yeah, right. me. For real. So, and that's just how it happened. So I sold her the house and in the midst of us doing the house deal, a friend of mine, I guess I might have posted it or something. I don't really know how this worked. I guess I posted I do real estate now. I got this house sale. And uh, he hit me up and he was like, can you help me find a restaurant? And I was like, yeah. And then I hung up and I called everybody I knew that did real estate. I was like, how do I find a restaurant? Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't teach you commercial. Right. Um, and it was just the rest of history from there. I ended up figuring out how to find a restaurant and how to close that deal, which was crazy because nobody knew how to help me. Nobody could help me, my broker, Everybody do residential, and that's when I knew I was on to something. But it also wasn't me. That was God just, you know, giving me a lane. And uh, once I closed that deal, it was, to this day, such a big deal for me. How much money uh, you made on that deal? Uh, I probably made, like, oh, that was a good deal. I made, like, 30000 like, hard-up cash check, you know, at the time of the deal. But I also get a check every month um, for 10 years. That was a great really? deal. Yeah, I do. I got I got a check in my like suitcase. I actually brought it with me. I was supposed to deposit it. I get a check every month um, from that deal for 10 years. And what kind we, of deal
1: is that? I've never heard a deal yes, like that I'm before.
0: Saying, uh, commercial real estate is different. It's a beast. It's very much so harder. Um, you know, you might not close transactions as fast. I have deals. I just closed a deal. I worked for a year when um, we finally closed it. So it's not, you know, for the week, but it's so it's so rewarding and sometimes I make more money on one deal than a person does selling a million dollar house. Or if not, we definitely make it the same amount, but Right. Yeah, I definitely I I, I I've made more money than people selling a million dollar. house. Sure.
1: I guess that's entrepreneurship at its finest because you said that you didn't even know how to do how to sell um I mean, well, how to hard. find a restaurant no. And that's entrepreneurship, you figure it out.
0: I figured it out. I actually paid. I had to give 30% of my commission to another agent who, she was a beast. She had been doing, she's like 20 years in. Um, and I ended up giving, and I was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad. I was, I just couldn't see the light of the day. I was like, why well, do I don't have to give her so much money? Right. But it was the best investment ever because, through that transaction i learned how to write that the documents i learned how to write those contracts i heard learn how to read them i learned what systems i need to use to mm-hmm. find it just put me that put me in a game like her being you know my help in that situation and shout out to chat and a broiler for just giving me that opportunity they could have called anybody right um especially because they were already business uh Man, they already had locations, so y'all they could have went with anybody, right. but they put that money in my pocket and they gave me an opportunity, and that one opportunity opened up so many doors. I don't even really do marketing. I don't have business cards. i never sent a mailer. I've never done a cold call. I've never sent an email. I've, I've done anything but do good business, and my business now sells itself. And I'm the hottest commercial realtor in Atlanta, Georgia. It don't matter who doing the deal, it don't matter who closed the deal. I know for a fact your client called me or they were referred to me. I probably just couldn't get to them or I might have just been traveling, but I'm that hot for sure. The who's who's called me, they gonna call me. They know who
1: I'm, gonna call. I'm loving this energy. They know who I am. I and need I'm this energy today. I thank God
0: for that. I, I thank God for that because um, that was just all his engineering. Because if you wanna know a funny story, after I did my first house sale, it was the first time homebuyer.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Did you ask me? Did I want to know? Yeah. You going to wait for me to answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but do you want know something funny?
0: I don't. Oh, my god. No, go ahead,
1: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: <laughs> so after I closed my first house sale, um, I, put, I, I was going to a really big church, and um, I put together this proposal for the pastor so that I could be the number one agent in the church for first-time home buyers. And that's what I'm saying, like, God really gave me the lane because I didn't even see this lane. I had no idea about commercial real estate and how big I would be in that industry. And, uh, of course, the no, pastor never called me. you wrong for that. He <laughs> never called me, but it was also my biggest blessing because I, I got something else. Something I was going to be making no money like that with them first-time homebuyers. Like, I, I love first-time homebuyers. Call me, though. I got you.
1: <laughs> but, you know like right. the people right, right. be trying
0: to run from them you know and that's gotcha. why I would take them and help them because you know everybody's going after the luxury everybody's following it everybody right now
1: what is that about?
0: Yeah, I don't know successfully schools I guess but for me like I'm a trendsetter I've always been a rebel I've always been a leader um and that's just me
1: commercial real estate mm-hmm. you love it you love it
0: I love it I love it it allows me to do what I do and now and I do funding and all that, it's like, you really gonna come to me because it's like a two for one. It's It's a full package. Yeah, like you gonna help me get my space and you gonna help me get the money to get the space and do the renovations. And my contact list is crazy when it comes down to contractors and the city and permits and all of those things. So for sure.
1: So like a one-stop shop.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. You can't lose with me.
1: I love this energy.
0: You won't lose with me. Like heavy heavy on it.
1: Heavy on it.
0: Heavy on it.
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, let's talk about a time where a deal went bad. Or or just... Because everything you're saying it just sound like... Mm-hmm. And I know it's two sides to every coin, right? So let's let's talk about a time a deal went bad or you maybe missed some steps or, or you just kind of blew it. Well, I don't think it
0: was... Not, it wasn't like that... None of those scenarios, but I have deals that never fell through. Um, y'all want to be honest? Damn, should I give you an exclusive? Nobody knows this. Nobody knows this.
1: Exclusive.
0: Nobody knows this. So I was working with Baby and, him and his girl um, on a deal, and I was so, I was like, this deal going to change my career. Like, me and him got the same birthday. It was around our birthday time, so I was really trying to get this. Like, that was going to be, I, for me, I thought that was going to be like, That was going to put me on. I'm already on, but I felt like that was going to put me over the top. pull
1: you to another level. For
0: sure, for sure. Um, And I negotiated the deal. I got them the terms. It moved so fast. It was happening so fast. Um, We went. So they met me at the spot. When
1: you say so fast, like, what's that in time frame?
0: This is, like, a week, two weeks. Like, I told you, like, I just closed a deal that I worked for a year. So sometimes, like, commercial is not a one week, two week thing right. is very rare. Unless the spot been sitting and they really trying to get somebody in there. Like, now they're desperate. In Georgia, no. Especially for African Americans. Like, it's, it's kind of like a process. We got to negotiate back and forth. And I'm a good negotiator. So, I'm never t- taking the proposed terms for the, any space. Like, I'm coming in and creating our own terms. Like, I want rent-free. I want this. I want that. This is b- what my clients require. No, we don't want to show these documents. This is... So, I come in kind of demanding Certain things to my clients. That's why they call me, though, you know? For real. You
1: demand it. Yeah,
0: like, you're not going to put my clients in a 360 deal for no space. Like, this is not how it's going down. It's not that deep. So the the deal with Baby and uh, and Jada was going really, really fast. Um, they We met. The, we I sent her to the space. She was like, oh, let's tour it tomorrow. And it's crazy because where I was flying, I was supposed to take a flight. And I think i I canceled my last appointment everything I was like I don't even care I was going to Bermuda and I was like I don't even care I gotta go right get to the B.I. real quick so I <laughs> met up with them they loved the space immediately day one um, so I got on the negotiations I negotiated everything like the deal was chef's kiss um, and what happened something happened so we do the second walkthrough so now it's moving fast like right. okay I'm like yo these are the terms <laughs> I got everything that we asked for. They're like, yes, love it. Let's go. Let's move forward. So now we do another walkthrough. They have their contractor come in, because that's I like my clients to do everything before we get the keys so that your 10- so day one you get the keys, your your build-out should be starting. They should be demoing. Right. So I, I work my clients how I like to work. So they have the contractor come. That goes well. They like, all right, let's get it. Like we trying to get this thing by tomorrow type thing. And you know they're rich. They they have everything at their fingertips. So of course they want it fast. Um, and then a the guy, now is moving so slow, and I'm, I'm I'm hitting him up. I'm like, listen, if you close this deal with little baby, like your kids, your family is gonna think you that's are. That's the seller. It. Yeah, this is like the other the other agent that's mm. representing the seller. So I'm like, like I'm really like telling him like, yo, this is a big deal. You don't have nobody better right now than this right. spot. Like, get me this documents. I need it now. I need it now. And. They were, like, really dragging their feet about it um, to the point. And so now Baby and them hit me up, like, what's up? What's up? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, losing my head. And I'm telling my mom, I'm like, oh, my God. And like, right. I made this. Yeah, I need this. Like, it's like I manifested. It's crazy. We're on a whole nother level. But it's like I brought Baby to me because we are b- birthday twins. And I think he's amazing as far as a businessman and just his – I see so much of me in him. And I was like, I just want to, like – Hang out with him one right. day like, and see if we actually are twins because we have the same birthday. So, I was like, I, I didn't have to go looking for him. It's like, it came to me. So, I was very excited about it. But nonetheless, the guy took very, very long. So, when he finally was like, all right, come on, let's make this thing happen. Um, a lot had transpired um, within that time. And it was just like, you know, like, you were phenomenal. But I don't think right now, like, we, we even want to do the restaurant no more. Like, this is baby. And I was like. Really? Yes. Oh, man. I was like, I was. But it was a great experience, a great learning experience. And it just was like, even though we never closed the deal, it was still a very great moment in my life. Because it was like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I do my job exactly how I'm supposed to do it. Because, like I said, the who's who's called me. Right. And those those are not like the only, you know what I mean? Right, But that was a big one for me. I was Mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Um, but yeah shout out to them thank you for choosing me. you could have called anybody in the world but you did call me that I'm very thankful ever grateful for that yeah and listen everybody spins the block everybody (laughs) spins this block so it might not have happened now but I feel like when it do happen it might just be bigger and better than it would have been this time and I'm looking forward to that
1: gotcha what's one of the biggest lessons you learned during that ah
0: And, I, and I'm really like a lessons based, but I feel like with that, it was just really not, it was out of my control. Like, I did everything that I was supposed well, to do not, on my end. Well, not
1: so much, not so much it <clears throat> not happening, but just mm-hmm. f- from working with them, like, what's one of the biggest, from working with them, the contractors, talking to the agents, mm-hmm. all, of, like, what's one of the biggest lessons you learned throughout uh-huh. that whole experience? Wow, I got two. Go ahead. Give me People your two. People
0: with money think that the sun rises and sets on them, and I feel you because I act the same way. But um, so that one, <laughs> that's really it. Is like when you can buy what you want, you want it now. Like it was, it was like I want this spot now. Like right. If I would have got it to them now, they would have it right now. But if you give me too long to think, I might change my mind. It's like so, if it's something you want, you want to do it, do it. I would say that's a good lesson. Um, but for me, what I learned was that how resilient I am and that you always have to be resilient and just keep your eyes on the, the bigger picture. Because like I said, it might not happen now, but it might happen later. And you know, somebody would have been discouraged from something like that. Like people get defeated when, you know, there's not a win at the end of the experience because I don't get paid by the hour. I get paid by the transaction. Mm. So you gotta think about it. I put a lot of time into that. Um, I should, probably should have invoiced them, but no, okay. am kidding. <laughs> um, I put a lot of time and effort into that. and. You know, it just didn't dis- discourage me. It just was like, all right, work harder. It made me want to just go so much harder. Like, gotcha. 10 times harder.
1: Gotcha. If if you if you were to start your entrepreneurship journey all over again, what would you have done faster?
0: Got funded for sure. I would have. I would have been had fixed my credit. I would have been had got my business together, and I would have been. Um, went to the bank and get this money because money helped me fast track my business when I got my business, when I was able to get funding, when I was able to go get the cars, I was able to pay people to shout out my business. I was able to hire virtual and personal assistants to help me run and operate my business because now I'm able to do all the things that I'm really doing. I'm able to tap into multiple streams of income because I can pay for help.
1: And at what point did you, because what I'm getting, what I understand from that is that you didn't have that in the beginning. Mm-mm. So I just my own money. At what point did you, along that journey, you was like, you know what, let me start using somebody else's money. Let me go get funding. Let me do this. At what point did that start to happen?
0: I bought a mentorship from somebody. I was like, I, I could see myself in you. Like, you got my energy. And that's what he was doing. Um, and when I bought the mentorship and I got exposed to the information, it was crazy. But the crazy thing is, so I've been a business owner um, on paper legally since 2013. like way before this stuff was cool, you right. know. Right. So. Um, so
1: basically, trying to say you've been out here doing it. No,
0: like for real. You can check my credentials for sure. Um, what,
1: what what do I check it at?
0: Um, just look me up. Find me on Instagram, London Richie. Is all there. Like, successfully leaves clues. I leave all the clues. Like, really get into it. Find me on Facebook. It got probably a lot more of the clues. Starting from you know, right. When I was a little dusty, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? I forgot. I forgot too. Okay.
1: Now, nah, I was asking you. Um, you said you bought someone mentorship. Oh, I bought a mentorship,
0: right. and I was now I became exposed for the information. Oh, that's what I was saying. When I started entrepreneurship in 2013, my guy friend who introduced me to like sitting down with lawyers and like getting my LLC established, he used to always talk about business credit. They used to always have the line book. They would come. We had the store to get, a clothing store together, and his girlfriend would always come to the store with like this, um, this line book. And they used to always be talking about business credit, but I wasn't on that. Right. Like I was super young. I had this clothing store. I'm making money. Like I wasn't. Like it hadn't clicked. So now, fast forward, when I get into this mentorship and I'm learning, it's like things come full circle. And I'm like, damn, I had a real crazy advantage if I would have really been getting into it back then when I was Mm -hmm. introduced to it but um, once I learned though I'm real quick with it I learned I said oh this how it goes okay no problem
1: got it gotcha gotcha gotcha. what your support system right what was that how did they take to you pursuing different business because sometimes what I've learned is that because someone can't see your vision and your dreams, mm-hmm. sometimes they could They could cause you to hesitate on the thing that you want to do. Like with your support system, how how beneficial was that to you?
0: Mm, I feel like like I don't want to discredit anybody that that supports me. Like, cause I got people that love me, and that's enough support. But like. I, I built my entrepreneurship journey by myself like my mom is like go get a job go to school type of person and i'm like girl like you go to job and get a job and go to school i'm not <laughs> doing that like i don't know what like you do that and i'm gonna come right. get you like i'm gonna come back for you when i get right i'm gonna show you um and i i'm always just dream so big so i feel like small minds really never could relate to what i was talking about but now it's like yo everybody that Ever experienced me especially from like middle and high school has spent that block and told me you're doing everything you said that you was gonna do and I'm so proud of you and so I don't I didn't really didn't have a lot of support at all I feel like people supported my business by you know being consumers or supporters right spending money with me but those are people that I don't know
1: right
0: you know so one thing about it for anybody that's watching like you're not going to have support and people are not always going to get your vision let's be clear sometimes you won't get your vision like like i said i had a vision but i'm i'm doing what the i'm still like on the mission and i still got the reward but the journey was completely different from what i had envisioned it to be you know what i mean but if you show up and you just keep going no matter how nobody feels or what anybody has to say about it, God going to put all the right pieces in place and he going to guide you to that reward. Like, I'm I'm really not engineering, like, for real. Like, I might throw a little bit of my worldly things that I want inside of it, but when it comes to, like, my blessings and my journey and how I've been able to really just be blessed and even confident enough to show up and put myself out here as an entrepreneur, like, God definitely got his hands all over me. Like, I'm not even going to lie.
1: Where that confidence come from?
0: God, God, because he has never failed me. Like, everything I've ever wanted to do, I've done. And I feel like I've always been good at it. Um, So.
1: A lot of people struggle with confidence. That's why I'm asking you.
0: I mean, I'm human. Let's be clear. Like, I'm human. Like, I have days. like like uh, Showing up in my business, like, you know what's going to come? Or One time I did a master class, and then I sold at the end of the class, and nobody bought nothing. And I know I killed it. You know what I mean, and it was like it was so discouraging. But it's just like, yo, if you just keep going, if you just keep going, it's just like it's inevitable. It has to happen. It has to. Like it's that's the name of the game. It. Just keep like, going. Just keep going. Like it is. It's just nobody knows like when they're gonna win. But if you keep going, it's like it's like inevitable for you not to come out on top. You gonna meet somebody. You, it, it, like It only just takes a split second for everything about your life to change.
1: You know, you just, you just gave me an idea just now. Yeah. Um, with a lot of the entrepreneurs that I do sit down with, well, some of them are venturing off into having merchandise and like clothing and stuff like that. And I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm listening to you say, keep going. And I could hear your passion in it and the way you was giving that message. And I'm like, I wonder, would this be a good idea if my podcast, uh, Merch Right, if I was to collab with you with the with the words, keep going, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like every guest, the thing that they like to say mm-hmm. or the thing that I see they're passionate about, I collab with them like, hey, this is me and her mm-hmm. collection line together. This is her thing, you know what I'm saying? Like this is your thing and I don't know. I just, a random no, I idea I just right. had in my mind. I think,
0: like, your mind works very great. I think that's a crazy fire idea, and I think you should definitely run with it. And that's one thing we don't be doing as people, though. Right. We'll have all these grand ideas, and we won't move forward with that idea. And then we'll look, and once you have put it out into the universe, you'll turn around, and somebody else is doing exactly what you said, and they don't even know you from a can of paint. Right. So I think the idea is great. Move on it. Like,
1: we didn't got three ideas sitting here like, in this conversation. That's crazy. Two master
0: classes and a, col- a merge collaboration. <laughs> this like, is crazy. But this is a meeting of the minds. Like, your right. mind is your currency. Like, seriously. Like, if your mind works and you can think and you can create, like, you'll always be able to make money. Like, if, if all else was, you could just be a consultant. You can right. c- give other people your ideas, you know? And and that's where I'm trying to, like, transition into, like, a full-fledged motivational speaker and consultant.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha, I think we covered all our bases. Um business funding, credit, mm-hmm. uh what else? Um uh, commercial real estate, mm-hmm. uh residential real estate. What else? What else? What else, else do we cover? I'm just trying to make sure we cover all our bases. Just being dope, just like, being dope huh? Right.
0: You know? Um, yeah, I enjoy being here. I gotcha. Love very dope, uh, your platform is amazing. Thank you. Um, you have a good
1: conversation, that's ask great question. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. One more question before we get up out of here. I went to a networking event for podcasts, uh, shout out to social media podcasts, I went there. Uh, I went to Atlanta, this was maybe earlier this year. Nice. And um, I stayed at an Airbnb and the guy that, I had the pleasure of meeting the owner of the Airbnb, and I was telling him about my podcast, his name is Umar. Um, one of the most brilliant minds I've ever spoke to in my life, he's an older guy, he's a uh, professor at, I think it's called Kennesaw State. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. He's uh, he a professor there and we was talking mm-hmm. and the next morning he brings me a sheet of paper. He's like, hey, these are some ideas that you probably could implement on your podcast. And one of the things, as I read it, one thing stood out to me and This section of the podcast is always going to be dedicated to him. Mm -hmm. And it said the world is listening. So my question for you is this. What's one piece of advice you can give the world?
0: Do you. Like, do everything that makes you happy. And even though it's hard, don't care about what anybody has to say or how anybody going to take it. You know, you only get one life you are you came by yourself more than likely if you're not a twin and you are going to leave by yourself more than likely. So live a purpose-filled life and truly from the bottom of your heart with all your desires, like just go out there be a go-getter. Just do whatever you want to do, but make sure it's impactful um, and just make sure you're always multiplying in that and be a good person.
1: You good person. You couldn't close out on no better than that. Let people know how they can find you, how they can work with you, if they want to buy a house, buy a restaurant, whatever they want to do, how they can find you. Yeah
0: guys, thank you so much for watching my episode on this podcast. And if you want to follow up with me, you can check me out on Instagram or all social media platforms, including YouTube at London with the Y Richie underscore. Um, my motto is progress over failure. So, of course, you can find me online by typing in progressoverfailure.com. My mentorship, the Financial Wealth Academy, I have spots open. And I hope you guys want to join me in building wealth and just leveraging your life and taking it to the next level. You can find me, um, the Financial Wealth Academy, as well by DMing me the word wealth. Or you can go to progressoverfailure.com.
1: Can we do something, something for our listeners?
0: Oh, oh yeah. What you thinking? What
1: you think? <laughs> I'm talking about well, well, with What'd your you program. Think? Okay. Can we, can we do like a, a special discount form? We can do a
0: special discount form. What?
1: Okay. What you think? Mm. For people mm. that want to get into it, they listen to it and they inspired by it. They want to work with you. All right. What
0: you think? Maybe nine ninety seven. I'm at 50, we do fifteen hundred intro nine ninety seven. That works. All right. If you guys, what's the, what's gonna be their code? Podcast. If you guys. Want to join the Financial Wealth Academy mentorship, which is an ongoing mentorship. We are live. We also have pre-recorded, and it's a community of other like-minded individuals that's gonna help you get to where you desire to go and you want to join us, right? I'm gonna give you a discount, courtesy of watching this podcast. So make sure you guys, when you check out, you can use the code podcast. That's it.
1: Thank right. you. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. And you
0: can split the payments up. You can check out using Cecil Kleiner, Shop Pay, or PayPal. Um, you don't even have to pay all the money up front How's that and be able to immediately be enrolled into the military.
1: Look, you couldn't close out no better than that. We are out of here. Peace.